Hey guys, it's Nuri. You are listening to Certified Nonsense, and today I'm going to be talking about a topic that has been a prominent subject in my mind for the last two months or so. You know, ever since like the beginning of the year, not to get too too uh, new year, new me on you guys, but it's been something that's been on my mind. But before that, let's get into my thought of the day. So I have two little thoughts of the day. The first quick one is that I cannot wait for spring to get here. I am so done with winter and it's just killing my vibe. You know what I mean? Like I'm happy with winter during Christmas season when, you know, it's a little Hallmark-esque movie, Christmas lights and hot cocoa and the fluffy snow. Like you feel like you're going to meet the love of your life while you're ice skating. That kind of vibe I dig. But right now, I'm not into it. It's February, so we're going to need Mother Nature to speed up the... (laughs) I'm like, please, global warming, speed it up. (laughs) But mm, I'm not saying global warming. I'm I'm just saying I would like it to be spring and I would like winter to be done. Anyway, that's a quick thought of the day. My second thought of the day is that I was reflecting. I was reflecting the other day on how far I've gotten on cooking. I've started cooking for myself uh, ever since I moved out of my parents' house um, and stopped living in residence at my university. So I've been living on my own in my own apartment for three years now, going on three years. And it's astonishing the level of culinary skills that I have developed since cooking for myself at 19 years old, starting to cook my starting to cook for myself. Now, I don't know about you guys, but my mom was an absolute queen, chef's kiss. She made all of my meals up until the moment that I moved out of my house. She packed all my school lunches. I know I'm very lucky to have experienced that and she was a phenomenal cook. So living on my own, you know, I was struggling a little bit. There was a lot of craft dinner boxes. Let me just put it that way. And I always was just like, okay with it. Like, I always just thought like, oh, I'm a university student. Like, it doesn't matter. So I'm just gonna, you know, not have any vitamins and just eat craft dinner and uh, pasta with pesto on it for the next three months. Yeah. So my health was declining for sure. And I'm just thinking about how I developed skills and made time and organized myself enough to make actual decent meals now. Like from then to now, I have gotten so much better at organizing my grocery list. So what I do is I pick out like three-ish meals and I find recipes for them that I want to make that week. And then I will go to the store and get what I need. Um, I've also gotten better at just having basic food stuff in my pantry. So I'm talking like crushed tomatoes. You need that for like tomato soup, tomato sauce, chili, like that's just a staple you know, chicken stock. You need that for all soups and risotto and different stuff. So, you know, little like basic stuff like that I always have on hand. Um, Also, just making time and having 
having enough time to cook the meals, but then not only that, but knowing how much to make to last you for the next however many days, but knowing that if you make too much, it's going to go back in the fridge. Like all of those things, you just kind of learn over time naturally as you live by yourself, but I feel like I eat pretty good, you know? Like I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm eating pretty well every day, and I am quite proud of myself for that because my body is thanking me for all of the vitamins and the fiber and nutrition that it was missing when I was 19. Anyway, that's my thought of the day. So let's move on to today's topic, which is my favorite topic. You guys are probably like, shut the fuck up. You've been talking about this for the last three years and it's social media, obviously. So let's just get right into it. So I feel like it's not too uncommon and I think it's pretty, you know, obvious that I am present on social media as with every other 20 something year old person. But so I have all the apps, right? I have Instagram, I have Snapchat, I have Facebook, I have LinkedIn, I have I even have Snapchat. Don't know why I still have that app, but I still have Snapchat. So anyway, present on all those apps. And literally, as soon as I wake up in the morning, as soon as my eyes peel open just a sliver, and I still have crust in my eyes, I don't know what time it is, I can't even close my fist yet, and my paw is immediately reaching for that fucking phone. And I I don't know, like, it's just a habit at this point. I don't know why I do it. But as soon as I wake up in the morning, I was reaching for that phone and I was consuming social media before a single thought has processed in my tiny little pea brain. So that was an issue. Also, my screen time was atrocious. It was disgusting. It was revolting. Something had to change because just knowing that I was spending that many hours per day of my life on my phone was just, it just did not sit right with me. So something had to change there as well. Also, social media doesn't necessarily make you feel good. I don't think that that's an unpopular opinion. I think it's pretty known that uh, it goes hand in hand with mm, capitalism and therefore it makes you feel bad and insecure and it's toxic and it makes you consume more media and buy more stuff and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into capitalism in this episode. You guys are like, thank God. Um, So yeah, all of those negative things. However, there are a lot of positives that come with social media as well. You know, I stay connected through social media. I can keep updated with friends I haven't seen in a while. And I can communicate with friends uh, much easier. I can keep updated on world news and see what's going on in the world. I understand how much of a privilege that is. But let's be honest, I'm keeping up on quote-unquote world news probably 0.5% of the time that I am on social media. Most of the time, I'm scrolling infinitely, and I'm refreshing every single app, and nothing's coming up, but I'm still refreshing for some reason. 
So I think that proves that I am addicted to my phone. And here's what I've been doing to try to lower my screen time. So first of all, I do not go on my phone in the morning. And it was difficult at first, but as soon as I wake up in the morning, as soon as my alarm goes off, I just snooze that shit and I get out of bed and I do not look at my phone ever. Not ever. Just for the morning. Um, I don't even go on my phone while I'm eating breakfast. And that was a huge thing. While I was eating breakfast, I would always go on my phone. But now I pick up a book. I know. It's, it's very different. It's very um, that girl of me. But I pick up a book and I read a book while I eat my breakfast. And the only time that I allow myself to go on my phone is when I'm all ready to go to class or whatever. And then I'm out the door and I allow myself to look at my phone. So that's number one. And it's been helping so much because it can't be good for you to immediately start going on social media as soon as you wake up. Like you need a minute, you need a minute to like rejuvenate, to figure out what time it is. Like you gotta, you gotta give yourself a break from that. Uh, second, I, as I mentioned, started reading a lot more for pleasure. And that's something that I haven't done for a, for a long time, like a shamefully long time. So I've been very into that. I'm currently reading Happy Hour by Marlo Grandos. I'm pretty sure that's the author's name. I'm not 100%, but it's called Happy Hour. And I've been really into it. And it's awesome. It helps me get off my phone. So it's great. Second, something that I've been doing, or third, something that I've been doing is I started leaving my phone in a separate room. Now, this is something that actually helped more than I thought it would because I realized that when I am somewhere, let's say I'm in the kitchen cooking, I do not need to be on my phone. But if it's accessible and it's there physically, I will go on it. When I'm, you know, stirring the soup, I will have one phone in the other hand. One phone. I make it seem like I have multiple phones. No, I only have one phone. Um, And I will go on social media. So I stopped doing that. I put my phone maybe in my bedroom and I go, I water my plants, I cook my meals, and I try to do that all separately from social media. Now, something that I've been striving to do but have been doing unsuccessfully so far is trying not to go on my phone at night before bed because that's the killer. That is where I am adding up all of those fucking screen time hours, baby. Like, I go on my phone. Like, I almost almost go to bed at, let's say, 11 p.m. and I allocate probably an hour or more of time to just go on my phone which is kind of crazy. Like, what am I doing on there? Now that I'm thinking about it, what am I doing on there? It's not like I'm posting all the time. So what, like, what, what am I doing for hours and hours? Because sometimes you'll check those screen times and I'll be like, Instagram, 17 million hours. And it's like, what was I doing? Because I don't remember a single thing that I did. So it must have been insignificant to my life. So anyway, Maybe I'm just being way too passionate about this, um, but it's something that I've been working on is to lower my screen time and to disconnect from social media for a bit, not only because of the screen time, but because of 
how it makes me feel when I'm on social media a little bit too much. I just feel like I have lost connection with myself and the world sometimes. Like, I used to have hobbies. Like, I used to be a real person. And now I am just a shell of a human being. And honestly, my screen time isn't even that bad. Maybe it's just me. It is very subjective how much you think, um, how much you think social media time is appropriate. So, you know, maybe you think that a low screen time is seven hours, or maybe you think that a low screen time is 30 minutes. Um, Just for me personally, my screen time is a little too high for my liking. Like I would like to lower my screen time. And I've said this before in a previous episode, I would like to lower my screen time to about, I'm going to say under three hours. And that may seem like a lot, but even just like checking the time and like responding to text messages, those add up for some reason and it becomes pretty high. So my goal is under three hours. Anyway, so yeah, that's that. Let's move on to another topic involving social media. And that's the good old days of social media. I'm talking about 2014 Tumblr. I'm talking about when Instagram first got released and it was just this nostalgic time in my life where everything was so simple and social media was purely used for its purpose of connecting with others, of sharing ideas, of showing what you're doing. And it had nothing to do with the way that you looked, the type of posts that you had, like what people were selling like it wasn't about that because now I feel like social media as I've said in my previous influencer episode social media is now just all about buying stuff selling and buying that's all it is all of these influencers are basically created to um to be attractive to the audience of Instagram and for TikTok so that you would buy stuff that they buy. That's exactly what social media is now. And it just like, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's just, I miss when I would log on to Instagram and the only people I was following was people I went to, to middle school with. And I noticed that Becky from Homeroom just had a smoothie and she posted it and the saturation was super high and it was a super deep fried photo, but it was cool. And oh, look, Brad from math class posted a selfie and it he put the Valencia filter on it and it was super cool and he looked super cute. Like that's the type of Instagram that I miss is when it didn't matter what you post. People would legit take photos directly from the Instagram app and post it. And it was, it was, that was normal. And I understand that there's the whole like casual Instagram thing coming back, but like it doesn't feel authentic still. Like it doesn't feel like actual casual posting. It still feels curated. It still feels like how, look how much fun I'm having. Look how much, I don't know, look how much stuff I'm doing. And I understand that I'm also guilty of this because also I post like that. I get it. But it would be super weird if I was posting like I did in 2014, um, the way that Instagram is now. And yeah, 
Also, let's talk about 2014 Tumblr for a second, because I remember when I was on that app, I should not have been on that app. I'm telling you, like, babes, that app, um, it, yes, it was shits and giggles most of the time, but there were some things on that app that we should not have been engaging with, and we were all, like, 14 years old. But still, it was a good-ass time. Like, that was when Lana Del Rey came out with Born to Die. That was when One Direction was the whole thing. That was when, you know, like, Just Girly Things was posting all the quotes. Like, I love Tumblr. I know people still use it right now, but, like, it's just not a thing anymore. And, oh, fuck. Guys, I just miss. I just miss old social media. And... Best of all, we weren't all, like, addicted to it like we are now. <sighs> anyway, I don't, like, I don't even know if I breathed in that, the last 10 minutes that I was speaking, but I, I am obviously quite passionate about this topic. I feel like I'm just feeling burnt out from social media currently, and I just, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not strong enough <laughs> to delete social media. I wish I was, but for now, I am taking the steps that I mentioned previously to distance myself from social media and to give myself a little break because sometimes it does do more harm than good. And here I am reminiscing about how the good old days and how things used to be. Anyway, that was today's episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I Maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. Please rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I would really, really appreciate that. Leave me a review if you want, even. You can follow me on Instagram at Nuri Kim. That's at N-U-R-Y-K-I-M. And you can follow the podcast Twitter that I am currently not really active on and that only has two followers on it, at Certified None. I'll leave everything in the description. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully everything that I said made sense. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Love yes. Bye.